When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Hello. And welcome to our last episode of 2022. That is actually madness. I can't believe it. And I love that this is our last episode. Me too. I like that this has become like a tradition. Even in preparing this episode, it was so nice because we've used the same question or like set of questions to do our reflections and resolutions for the past two years now. I know. So we started it, we were reflecting on 2020. How crazy. (laughs) I was looking at that and I was like, poor you, like no job and COVID. That's so sad. (laughs) It's so funny because I remember that I think, have I recorded both of the reflection episodes in this house? I'm, for context, I'm at my grandparents' house as we are every year for Christmas. Yeah. Because I I remember specifically recording one of the episodes. I think the first one where you were talking about your job and hoping that you're going to get a new job and everything. Um, So that would have been 2020. And I remember exactly where I was sat in the house. Yeah, no, I remember even the place that I prepped for this episode, I was sitting on my sister's bed and I was like, how weird that I was doing. I was literally doing this this year, like this time last year. um, In this exact spot. It's really odd. I think we're doing it. It comes in full circles in it. It's so nice. I think we're actually even doing it on the exact same day. Because I know that we were doing it just after Christmas. Oh my god. That will be really interesting to see if we actually are doing it on the same day. (laughs) You'll have to see when we uploaded it. Because basically today is the 26th of December. I think this is going to go out more like towards the end of the year because we've got one more episode coming which is with Kara and her twin Kara was giving me a brief recap of what they talked about and it sounded so so interesting so I can't wait to listen it's a bit chaotic as well like sister vibes but (laughs) but it was fun (laughs) really fun to record I feel like people will relate to that like I feel like sibling energy is a very specific dynamic you have (laughs) you can feel the tension the awkwardness (laughs) the love the tension everything yeah it's really funny yeah I was like this is the most we've spoken since we've been together I was like yeah I know (laughs) I need you to avoid eye contact with me for the next few days I was like cool (laughs) (laughs) I love that I think it's so interesting because a lot of because obviously Yara has not been on the podcast oh actually she has but I think our setup was very different it was very early on it was like it was in Mm -hmm. 2020 so she hasn't been on for a while um and we barely had like any listeners at that time so there was less pressure so she was saying like this is a bit more intimidating for her it was really funny it's so interesting I love like getting people's thoughts before they're on an episode and then after because I think it's always very different than how they think it's gonna be because <laughs> yeah. I think like often even my mom was like really nervous or like my my friends that I recorded in the house but then like 10 minutes in everyone forgets that you're recording and it just yeah you realize that actually it's so nice like- she was like, I feel like I'm actually being my true self. And I was like, that's so good. Yeah, that's so good. That's exactly it's what so, we want. It's so funny as well, because as soon as we finished, she went on her bed and she fell asleep. So I think it, I think it really drained her to talk about it. <laughs> Did 
be fair, you said that you recorded for like one and a half hours almost. Mm. So I feel like that that will do it. But I always feel super energized after the podcast. I know. I was like, this is perfect because now, now I can plan the next one and record with yeah. you. So I'm on like a podcasting high right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, okay, I didn't write this down actually, but I think for next year, I want to figure out a bit better. Like what are my energy givers and what are, what are my energy takers? Honestly, that's such a, that maybe that's something we can add to this because I think that's so important. For like, even for like reflection for the next one, like what has, what have been your energy takers? What have been your energy givers? Yeah, maybe I we like can that. do it in our 2023 resolutions episode as well. Yeah, let me write it down now because I want to journal about it after <laughs> Thank you. we are I mean, done. while you're doing that, I can give some context into what we're doing in this episode. Yeah. So like Leo said, we've been doing this for a few years now where we, at the end of each year, we basically reflect on the year that we've just had and we have a set of questions that we usually just go through. And so we've both kind of just prepped some of our thoughts and we'll also be mentioning the answers that we had last year to kind of like compare as well which should be fun um but yeah that's about it and we're just gonna go and turn and hopefully it's it, this is kind of like a journaling practice but in a podcast episode it's just giving us a chance to like properly reflect on the year which is always i recommend to do if you haven't ha- had a chance to do it it's quite nice and if you want we can also follow up with the questions that we use if you also want to do those as well which could be cute and could be fun yeah I agree. And also at the end of this episode, we are going to include all of the voice notes from you guys that you've sent us in. Some are also from friends, from family, and we're going to just tag them at the end of this episode. And then you can hear from some other people what they've learned this year. Yeah, where you can share your the things that you've learned in 2022. Yes. Should we just crack on then? <laughs> yeah, let's just do it. Okay, so the first question that we want to answer is if the energy of your past year could be encapsulated by one word, what would that word be? Uh, Leo, do you want to start us off? So in 2021, my word was discomfort zone. And in brackets, I wrote lots of new things. For example, moving, job, friends, travel, relationship, which I think is interesting because (laughs) this year, my words that I was like bouncing between because I couldn't quite decide were either new, adventure-filled, or I've, I've landed on nonstop because <gasps> there's just been, again, there's been a lot of new things or there's just been like constant action, I think, in my life. Like I moved, I, well, I'll, we'll get into it obviously in the rest of the episode, but again, job things changed. Uh, I traveled a lot, probably more than any other year before. Um, my relationship isn't new this year, this anymore this year but still I think you know in the first year of your relationship I think a lot shifts as well because you're like becoming a more I guess solidified couple or, or learning how and especially because it's long distance but learning how to you know go from like the initial like just excitement dating honeymoon stage to who yeah. are we as a couple what are our like values routines etc so yeah just a lot has happened this year <laughs> what so about you so for me last year I said clarifying and opportunistic and the reason I said that was because I had a lot of like new experiences that came into my life and like a lot of opportunities so yeah I got a full-time job I got a promotion I moved into my first ever apartment with Ed I it was the first year that I was like properly financially independent um and like it was the first year like post-covid where I actually felt like I can actually you know, do what I want to do and like I know what I want to do and all that all that kind of stuff. Whereas this year, I said similar to you, I said I said wholesome with new experiences. 
Oh. Um, because I because I think I did a lot of like new things and like really pushed my I'll get into it later. Uh pushed myself a lot. But I said <laughs> opposite to you, I said I felt like it was very calm and like still and slow for me personally. Um but I'll get into it a bit later. But it's so interesting that we've you've had like nonstop and I'm like <laughs> so slow. <laughs> it's kinda nice, but it's also just funny like because I'm listening to that and I'm like, not that I'm jealous because I love all the things that I got to do, but I think it's one of the things that I've realized I need a bit more of. I need to prioritize a little bit more stillness. And I look to you and I'm I'm really, I really admire how you're really good at setting boundaries. And I think it's also because you have a very different home life. Like you're able to retreat to like your own space where you can yeah. be very, very still and there's like no temptations, I guess, to, you know. yeah. I mean, it was hard for me to, to try think of this year because honestly, like, when I'm thinking of what I... And I'll talk about it a bit later, but it was literally... I went from having such a big year last year of, like, new things and changes and something, like, a lot of excitement and, like, novelty with a lot of aspects of my life, whereas this year I just couldn't... I couldn't think of, like, some big thing that changed. It was more just, like, mm. developing and, like, growing what the big things that I had last year. You know, like, I've... I've all those new things I just nurtured this year in some sense. And there was a lot of like slowness with that. But yeah, I think I, I'm quite good at setting boundaries as well. So, Okay, so the next question is, what were your big wins this year? Um, and I feel like I've already just said the last year one. So last year I said that I got a full-time job in London and I got a promotion I moved into my first apartment with Ed and I made it a place that I love and a place I can call home. I was very cringy, gross. I oh, said that that's I, cute. <laughs> I said that I traveled to Jordan twice to see family, which was such a big deal because it was the first year post-COVID so I can actually I could actually go see them. And I was like, oh, I got to see them twice. That's insane. Um, and then I said financially independent. And then I said that our podcast has grown and that we've been consistent and that we built a community that we love and adore. So those were my big wins last year. So like I said, there were a lot of big changes last year. Whereas this year, I feel like not, <laughs> there weren't like massive big wins. But in terms of things that I've written down, I said that the like little did I know that the podcast has grown even more than last year. Um, mm-hmm. We started a book club, which is a big win. We started a, a YouTube channel as well, and we hosted our first ever in-person podcast event. So those are quite big podcast wins. Um, I also said that I traveled a lot more. So that's something I really... Everyone who listens to this knows that like traveling gives me some sort of anxiety. So I think I really did like push myself with this. And I, I went to Paris with Ed. I went to Greece for a family wedding. I went to Jordan three times, which was fun that's amazing 2020 you like 2020 you would be so happy about that I know right imagine I literally went nowhere in 2020 and now I'm like (laughs) I mean no one did no I know and I'm going to Italy in a few days I added that in there even though I haven't done it yet but it's still this year so (laughs) and you said yes to it so yeah that is a big deal isn't it (laughs) (laughs) um in terms of like a work wins I I haven't gotten a a promotion yet but I got a pay rise, which is good. And I, a big win for me is that I I feel like I've, you know, showed a lot more ownership uh, ownership and proactiveness at work. So I really do feel like I've I've settled in, you know, like I, I know my place at work. They know my you place. You got an award as well. Yeah, I put that as a, did I put that as a small win? 
yeah, for some reason I put it as a small win. I got an award at work, which is pretty cool. Um, but my biggest win that I'm really, really proud of, to be honest, this year, in, in addition to the podcast, is that I prioritized my friendships and like socializing and, and doing a lot more with friends. And I just had so much fun. Like I had, I was just thinking back and I, I had a lot of, you know, more wholesome experiences with friends and like going to Leo's house more often and like <laughs> seeing, reuniting with uni friends and hosting things that are at, an, at my apartment. Like I really, really wanted to prioritize my friendships and I think I really did that this year. And I'm so proud of that. And I, uh, it made me, you know, I'm excited to continue to do that next year as well. So yeah, I have a few, a few big wins. <laughs> What about you? I love that. It was really interesting looking back at my 2022 reflections because they're low-key kind of similar to this year, but just a bit different. Because one of them was moving house, which I did again this year. So that's also (laughs) one of my big wins this year is that I moved to a different area in London and I moved in with different people. I think most of you will know I live with three close friends of mine. And how I describe that win this year is finding a family away from home. Because I genuinely feel like I feel so at home now in like my London house and within my London friends. And it's really beautiful. Like it really feels like we're a family. And I think that's really special. And I really value that. Um, Then another one was that I got a new job last year. And again, this year, I actually got two (laughs) promotions. And I'm now... um so I'm now a team manager which is very exciting and then last year I put strengthening my relationships and to be fair I think last year was a bigger year for that just because I got into a new relationship and it's the first year where I met a lot of new people that are still super important in my life so but I still put like strengthening relationships this year because I just always feel like that's that's just what I value a lot and I think I've spent a lot more time obviously with um with certain people this year and I feel like our friendships has really grown and I I love that even with you like I feel like we've seen each other so much more this year versus last year and yeah, we've this had so year many like really good year for our friendship I think yeah we've seen each other like we've had so many good conversations in person like bonding time so I was looking I back that. at photos and I, I saw you like at least every month like I didn't go one month of the year without seeing you yay that's big yay. for us because honestly most of our friendship has been long distance since uni i know so. it was probably like the biggest year that we actually spent it in person with each other and like sleepovers and stuff so it was really cute <laughs> um and then i've got two more one of them is also podcast growth like this is the first year we got into charts we the the what is it called spotify wrapped was insane it was like what 99 yeah. percent growth or something the live <laughs> event etc And then my last win is that I spoke about my biggest perceived failure on the internet because this is something that even a couple months ago, I genuinely would have, like, if you'd asked me to to speak even about, like, I don't know, someone that I'm close to or, like, someone that that I know briefly, like, I would have just not wanted to speak about it and I, and I'm really proud. If you haven't listened to it, it's, it's the episode, I think it's called, like, um do failures define us or something around that and yeah Yeah, that was a big moment yeah (laughs) also I just found a a, what are they called the the red bugs with the black dots lady ladybird ladybird I love ladybirds I found a ladybird next to me 
Aww. which is kind of cute. She's crawling around. Um, so yeah, th- those are my big wins. That is so cute. <laughs> I love how you mentioned the um, the episode, you know, because that was such a big moment. And like, I'm glad that you acknowledged that. It's like a really, you know, something you should be proud of. Because you should be. Yeah. It taught me a lot, actually. So yeah. probably one of the like things that I learned the most of. Yeah. So, okay, next question. What were your small wins this year, Kara? Okay, I'll try. I'll try to be quick. So last year I said that I've gained confidence in myself in the workplace, that I learned to be comfortable with lack of control, and that I've cut out meat and chicken. <laughs> um, it was only like 20 days when I said Meat that. and so chicken. Was, That's yeah, so funny. Like, chicken I was is like, meat. I was like, why didn't you I know, I was like, why didn't you just say you're pescatarian? I was reading that back. I was like, hun, you can identify as pescatarian. It's fine. <laughs> I think I meant like red meat and then chicken. Uh, okay, um, okay. <laughs> in terms of this year my small wins which my dad will be like hun this shouldn't classify as a win i said that i started learning how to drive again which i mentioned like two years ago and then like i, I stopped for <laughs> all of last year but i picked it up again this year which i could have done more which i will pri- prioritize next year hopefully um but at least i did you know a bit of that i explored my creative side more so I really spent a lot of time like playing music and making art which was one of my one of the things I wanted to do more of as well uh, in this year and I really did that like whether it was like writing melodies or like literally buying canvases and like making art and stuff so I'm I embrace a lot of that um I will move the cool award at work into a big win (laughs) Um, (laughs) but then I mentioned as well uh putting myself out there so this year I, re- I really do think I pushed myself out of my comfort zone in terms of like socializing and I think I've like stepped back into pre-COVID me I think COVID me kind of affected my like social anxiety mm-hmm. and I think just like pushing myself and like doing more things and saying yes to things has really helped in that sense so I'm really proud of myself in that way and then I guess I could have put this in a big win as well but I put it as a small win I said opening up more about myself and my about myself and my struggles to close friends and taking space and being more okay with it. I really think I did that this year and I prioritized it, even if it meant a lot of repetitive conversations with you, Leo. But um, no, that was honestly something I I wouldn't have been able to to do last year. So definitely a, a nice win for this year as well. And I'm sp- still pescatarian, so Woo. that's going well. Even though I've had a few cheat days the past few days, not going to lie. but That's okay, um, you're home. Yeah. So I feel like you deserve to like experience your your home food. food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So those are my little small wins. What are your small wins? So one of them is work highlights. So I did some pretty cool things for work this year. I went to Las Vegas beginning of the year, which feels so long ago now, and I can't believe that I spent I can't believe that was this that it was year. this year. <laughs> I know. So that I spent my like birthday last year. Ago. Uh, yeah right so I, I spent my birthday last year in Vegas I went to like a tech conference and that was pretty cool so that's one of them I attended like the glamour women of the year awards which I've spoken about now a bazillion times but that was pretty dope and just like cool things have happened at work uh then <laughs> I called this small win booktings so I read <laughs> 41 books this year that is four five more than last year so yeah. I feel like I can do another five more next year and get to like 50 books or something and then book club as well within that 
then traveling slash exploring more places. I know that was the same for last year. I went to Vegas. I went to Venice multiple times, obviously, for for the relacion I am in. Then <laughs> I did Paris in March, Italy road trip in May, which was like Venice, Florence, Tuscany, Rome, Perugia, and back. I did Greece, I where I went to my first wedding as well, like first adult wedding. Uh, Italy summer trip. We went to the Alps, Burano, Venice, Legada. I did my first ever mountain trip, um, like where I was actually like staying in the mountains in the Alps again, then Amsterdam and I went to Portugal. So lots of travel. You had then... such an insane traveling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been a lot. And then the last one I just put is like falling in love with London and, and living in London and finding my groove in like a new area and in a new yeah. house, which I know I guess I kind of mentioned in the first one, but I really feel like, I feel like a, I know I'm not a Londoner because I didn't grow up there, but I finally get when, I remember we all laughed at my friend Vesh, who we were like in the Italian countryside and she was like, you know what guys, I really miss the tube. Like I really miss the tube smell and stuff like that. And we were all just like, what the hell are you talking about? Like who on earth would miss the tube? Like the tube was the most disgusting place in all of London. Um, but then, but then now that I've been living actually in central London and I take the tube pretty much like almost every day and I'm like, actually, I kind of get it now. Like I do really enjoy the tube now, or I just appreciate it because you have no signal, which is kind of nice. And you get to like, just see so many different people and you feel like so connected to everyone. And it's just, I don't know. I I kind of get what she was saying now. So yeah, Yeah, you you found the beauty in London. Yeah. And I really, this is the first year where I really feel like I, I'm living in London and I, and I really love it. So yeah. I mean, it helps that like your house, like you live in such a nice house with people that like will make that experience 10 times more better. And like the neighborhood, you know, the fact that you can go on walks and get your morning coffee and you have your local place, like all those things really, I think contribute to, you know, feeling like you belong in that place, you know? Yeah, that's so true. It's just crazy how much the, yeah, like your environment will affect how you feel, but also how much control, I guess, you do have over how you're perceiving your environment. Because I think wherever you are, you can like really choose to, you know, focus on the positives or or focus on the negatives. Like it's easy, like same as like when we were going on the walk, like in my area. And I remember you saying like, oh, but it's been, I don't know, you, you noticed like certain things that I hadn't even picked up on. So did I? Yeah, do you remember you were like, oh, it smells, or like, oh, oh. there's like, <laughs> there's like rubbish or something, and I genuinely didn't even notice. So. <laughs> I know we were, yeah, I remember you were like romanticizing, and I was like, there's literally like rotten smell somewhere. <laughs> and they're like, but look at the leaves, they're so pretty. I was like, I know, but like, it's so hard to focus on the leaves right now. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I do, I don't know if my nose is broken, but like I could not smell no, it. No, I think you just get used to it, you know. The London smells. <laughs> yeah, because even tubes. I remember that, like tubes to me used to have a distinct smell, but now I'm used to it. Yeah, now. yeah. Teehee. <laughs> That's funny. Um. Okay. Next question. What were your challenges this year, and what did you learn from them, Mrs. Kara? Okay. So. I found this question really interesting to answer because I was reading my last year challenge and I realized that it's the same exact challenge that I've had this year. Mm. Um, But 
I mean, the wait, let me read it first and then I can get into it. So what I wrote last year was realizing that happiness and contentment comes from a deeper level of self-love than superficial and materialistic things like having a job or having an apartment or being financially independent. I thought that having all those things uh, would mean that I would feel relieved, but it's quite the contrary. I realized that there's a lot of things that I need to work on that have more to do with me my mind, my soul, the way that I perceive the world and the way that I carry myself. I love that sentence. I know. I was reading it and I was like, uh, girl, you're still the same person because I, <laughs> I still feel like I have so much that I need to to work on in order to love myself. And I'm just reflecting back on this year. This year was genuinely, I think my confidence hit the lowest of lows. Like I've never felt so not confident and like so dark and have had... I've had the worst negative self-talk um, and just overall not being very kind to myself. So reading that back that message, it, it almost made me sad because I'm like, you knew mm. that this is something you wanted to work on last year. Um, and clearly you're still on that journey. And I think the thing I learned from it though was that uh, from that challenge is that it's okay to not have an easy fix, you know? Like it's it's a cycle and, and there'll be highs where you actually do feel confident and and you're learning how to love yourself but there will be moments where it's hard and I think it just made me realize how much I do want to stop this cycle of thinking and how I really do want to love myself for who I am and clearly it's something I'm still going through um and Mm. just it makes me really want to focus on like what's truly important to me rather than like what's important in terms of like what's perceived as you know the ideal way to live your life and the way ideal way to look in society so that that's the challenge this year is that it there wasn't a lot of self-love which is sad but we will we will get there one day but more next year yeah exactly was your challenge quite different or was it the same as well leo i wrote three challenges um i'll get it (laughs) (laughs) so one of them i i know was was similar for last year continuing to learn to overcome my past and see it as a strength not a weakness so i think i did i think obviously that that started pretty much like this has been a challenge for me over the years but i definitely think i've gotten to probably the best place that i have been ever in this year and someone a friend of mine like told me we had like a dinner and I, I will never forget what she told me she was saying that like you just have to accept that your past is like a chapter in your book which is your whole life story and it will af- inform the reader of like you know what has been and it's and it's going to lead you to your current chapter but it doesn't define you for who you are yeah. and I really like so that concept nice. that it's like a part of your story but it's not the whole story and and also going back to the episode that I rec- like that we've recorded and where I spoke about like some of the elements in my past that obviously have affected me till this day is that people will never judge you as harshly as you judge yourself for things that and I remember even in therapy that was such a big learning for me that you know I I, th- I think I sometimes expected I was going to say things and and people on the other like on the receiving end would be like <gasps> I can't believe you are that horrible of a person and I'm gonna stop talking to you now or whatever um and then even with therapy I was like oh like she's not reacting as you know intensely as I thought she would and same with like the podcast listeners like everyone actually reacted I mean I think it's also because we just have such a (laughs) such a kind like audience and such a kind corner of the internet which I feel very 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 grateful for 
Yeah. Because I know that I could have gotten a lot of different reactions than the ones that I did get. Um, but yeah, I feel like everyone's reactions were very, very compassionate and kind. And so the overall learning is, is just also that, you know, speaking honesty will only bring more peace and happiness and, and not letting comparison or past experiences letting affect, letting them affect my present. Yeah. Then <laughs> my other big challenge, which is probably the one that I will again have to focus on a lot next year, is being overwhelmed and not able to manage my time slash energy levels. So because I I said yes to a lot of things, but also I was just kind of, you know, there was a lot of things this year which I felt like I had to say yes to, you know, like the the travels or the experiences or or even with work, long distance traveling, etc. Um, but I feel like I I probably didn't manage my time in the best way possible because and like my I think I just need to get better at like knowing my energy levels before they run out. Like I'll schedule yeah. things even like within a normal week in London and then I'll get to Thursday. I'm like, God, I just can't do this thing that I'd planned for this evening. And then worst and case I have to cancel. With it as well, right? Exactly. Worst case I have to cancel or I go and I actually am not enjoying it and then I feel even more burnt out the next day. Not that I'm not enjoying it because of what I'm doing, but I'm not enjoying it because I genuinely don't have You're anything more in my there. cup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's also because I was reading like a, a diary from when I was 16, 17. And girl, I was doing so much. Like I was yeah. obviously <laughs> like obviously going to school every day, going to friends' houses after school every weekend, like drinking probably most days, um, during the day doing stuff. And it's just like, I think I'm still expecting to have the same energy levels that I had back then. And I'm yeah. like comparing myself to like me as a teenager that had like- You still do that but, so much as well. Cause you'll be, t- <laughs> you'll be like, I'm going to do this. And I'm like, girl, how? Like if I did what you did yesterday, I would be in bed right now, like not talking to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just think I have to get a lot better next year to say no to certain things, even if I might want to do them. But I, yeah. I have to get better at setting boundaries and becoming a bit more attuned to my own needs what you before my cup runs out and ends Yeah, empty. I think that's such a good thing to... Honestly, like, because when you were listing as well, like, all the places you were traveling to and stuff, and, like, yes, that was one of your biggest highs. But I was thinking of, you know, the moments before that you... Mm. Before you traveled or, like, the moments after where you yeah. messaged me and you're like, God, I literally, like, I want to be alone. Um, yeah. And obviously that's not... Like, it's sad for me as well to see you you know not feeling yeah your best or like feeling so overwhelmed and stuff and like that's obviously not something I want you to have to feel um because so yeah it's something we'll work on together because <laughs> even within the like within the travels I remember like our Italy summer trip where I went with the girls to Italy I remember I had a, a couple of days or for example I was also like working obviously throughout all of the travels it's not like I actually had like rest days or anything so yeah. I just remember I had like a full on breakdown to Marco just being like, I'm so overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. And then obviously when you're on the trip, it's not like you can actually not do things. And I just felt like I was, I was juggling so much. And then it's like, you're not even, I'm not even able to show up as my best, like the person who I want to be for my friends. Yeah. You want to be also just enjoying the experience while you're there and not be thinking these things. So it's almost like, is it even worth it? You know? to do yeah to be there and not be fully present and like being your best self with your friends and like actually enjoying it you know exactly so I think I just need to sacrifice a couple of experiences for then actually having a bit more like having the experiences which I do say yes to I'm like fully present and actually am able to enjoy and have 
the best yeah. amount of energy for maybe which... it's changing the mindset as well of like it's not you sacrificing but more like making mm-hmm. the ones that you do go to count even more you know yeah yeah that's I keep very saying true. you know in this episode why do i keep doing that <laughs> <laughs> i'm like you know oh. leo do you know <laughs> <laughs> okay last very quick thing it's just, I think this is a very interesting thing that me and my mom have been talking about a lot. Because quick story time, we did like ceramic painting as a family. We do this every year. And my mother painted a big fruit bowl. And it's really beautiful. It's it's like this like orangey, yellow, like lots of bright colors. And it just basically looks like a, a sunset full of like, you know, vibrant colors and everything. And and I obviously like loved it. And and there was like a tiny, tiny black spot, which obviously got like it included in the bowl, probably in like the burning process. And honestly, you wouldn't be able to tell. And I was just seeing the bowl as a whole. And I was like, oh, mama, this is so beautiful. And she was like, she kept going on about the black spot. And she was like, oh, but this black spot. And oh, I wish it wasn't there and blah, blah, blah. And then we were reflecting on it. And, then, and we were like, wow, this is actually like a metaphor for life. Because you've got so much beauty and you've got so much goodness. And all you're focusing on is a tiny black spot. Yeah, and since that. then, like whenever one of us makes a comment, which is kind of like a bit more negative, then we're like, "Oh, remember, it's, it, it's this is the, the black spot. spot. It's the black spot in the bowl." That's so and good. <laughs> I feel like I, I I have been doing that, and I know it's interesting because I've been reading the book of moods again, and they've got really interesting like statistics and everything in it, uh, or like interesting kind of scientific backing. And it was saying that obviously, you know, our minds are predisposed to think negatively because that's what, you know, our minds will protect us um, and will keep us alert and, you know, of any dangers, etc. Obviously, we don't need that for our kind of physical safety anymore nowadays, but that is kind of still what we're predisposed to do. And it's definitely what I still do. Like, you know, I focus on the small negative that I'm perceiving in that moment versus seeing the whole picture and seeing every all of the positive that is actually in my life and I sometimes I think I get so so clouded like I was saying to Cara before this call that I've been feeling a little bit unconfident about my skin these past few days realistically I know that like my skin being not as clear as I want it to be is not a the biggest deal in the world second you know things change and things shift and do I want to look back at this Christmas and and the photos and everything being like oh I know how I felt in that moment and that was what I was focusing on um and then also why don't I focus on actually everything else that's actually going really well in my life right now um so yeah that what did I learn from it yeah just that that I that I want to see the whole bowl versus just focusing on the black spot I think that's (laughs) yeah I to be fair I think a lot of us need to think that way in our lives because you're right Mm. it's so easy to just have one little inconvenience and almost let it take over you or like ruin your day when like yeah it's kind of like that what is it again like if it's not gonna affect you in five what is it the five minute or five years thing i don't know yeah in five years or even five months months whatever then is it should it really affect you for more than five minutes facts that is factual last segment that we're doing is like the four things that we've learned and then we're going to transition to all the things that you guys have sent over and we're, we'll put all your voice notes which should be fun you go first so the four things that i've learned the first thing is 
that loving yourself and growing and gaining confidence isn't an easy fix. It's a long process of highs and lows and moments of growth, but also moments of setbacks, and that that is okay. And that we shouldn't let the slowness of the process drag us down. And just to be kind to yourself during that process, because at least you're trying and you're you're you want to be your best self and you want to love yourself and i and just knowing that that's what you're working towards is such a beautiful thing um and you should be proud of yourself in those moments and like i i wanted this year to be that year where i was you know yeah i'm gonna work on myself and it's gonna be great i'm gonna end 22 on a high like i'm gonna love myself i'm gonna be confident in my body like i wanted all these things and (laughs) it's not that easy it's not something that you can just you know flick your fingers and it happens so just being kind to yourself throughout the process is really important and that's something I want to do as well to myself so that's what I've learned I've also learned that just because there aren't massive changes in your year doesn't mean that it was any less valuable in the big scheme of things so for me yes even though I didn't get a new job or you know move house or do something have some big transformation Mm -hmm. I still I still had this year be filled with like a lot of routines with me time with you know having groups of friends um you know being in the same job being in the same apartment and having similar days but that doesn't make it any less special or important or valuable in my overall growth chapter so massive changes and like big wins doesn't always define whether you've had a successful year or not you know it's all important yeah um I've also learned that lack of confidence and self-esteem does show on the outside and not only the way that you perceive yourself but the way that others perceive you and we have so much control over this and so definitely something I want to continue to work on and the last thing I learned is that we should I should at least trust my gut and communicate how I'm feeling and that being honest and raw and vulnerable and talking and being true to myself and talking to my friends and my partner will only make my relationship stronger with them and with myself as well (laughs) so I've had a few like difficult conversations this year just because I've had like you know just questioning things or having low periods where I'm like you know where do I see myself in a few years and they weren't easy conversations but I realized that it's a lot better to communicate those rather than keeping it inside and like not being honest to your friends and your partners so that's something I want to continue to take with me next year is to like whenever I'm questioning something or my gut is telling me something to to really listen to it and um communicate that to my friends and my family so those are my learnings thanks Um, my your last learning is like i wrote down something almost like to the dot the same did you so i'm not gonna (laughs) yeah so i'm not gonna repeat that um but okay my three learnings learnings as well yeah yeah i wrote down five so i it's okay if i scratch one (laughs) (laughs) I'm, i'm picking three so one of them, which I've already kind of touched on, uh, like in what we've spoken about, is it's okay if your priorities and capacity changes over the years. So I think, I feel like probably a lot of us do this, but I think we often compare ourselves to past versions of ourselves or not only like what we were able to do, even with you, like, you know, what did you do and achieve in 2021 or, yeah, you know, and I, I do that a lot. And 
even just expecting that prioritize like priorities should stay the same and and kind of being or I was maybe like a little bit confused as to what should I want what should I be craving what you know what should I be going after and prioritizing and I think I really need to allow myself to check in with myself a bit more regularly and and see what actually are my priorities and you know how do I align my actions to what they are now versus what I think they should be at this stage of my life and then my second one is that you really can build a new home in a city that you didn't grow up in and it's been really interesting because we've had a couple of conversations in like a group chat that we have like of like London people and we were all saying that it's you know we're at home with our families but we do miss London and it's just so funny how you can like have your heart in two places and I feel like my life like when I think of my life my home I think of London now and I and it's it's strange that's where I like almost have my routines now I know what I'm doing and it doesn't mean that I obviously don't look forward to being home home like where I grew up aka Hamburg but it's it's different it feels different to me it feels like a a break from real life versus my real life it's like you're going home home for the holidays but your home is in London (laughs) yeah which I think is crazy that you just you get to do that as an adult you get to just pick where do you want to make your new home and that will probably change over like um, until I'm 30 or when I'm 40 like I probably will have had a couple of different homes then but again it's it's all about the people as well because I don't think I started to feel at home in London until I feel like I found the people that made it feel like home and then the last one is that and again I kind of touched on it already but no one is noticing the small things that you are focusing on and all that really matters is the energy and genuinely being yourself and that is what matters what you bring into a situation so again just wanting to be a bit more present when I am in moments and not focusing on the small black dot but actually just focusing on you know what do my friends (laughs) care or what does my family like love me for it's for like me who I am versus like me feeling low in my confidence or whatever like they're they're not going to notice it or they don't care about whatever I'm feeling down about so why do I let myself like why do I let that bring me down when actually what they deserve is just or not what they deserve but just you know what I I want to bring just good energy into into a situation and that really what people will remember you for versus I don't know your bad hair day which literally no one will ever notice (laughs) so can I say something as well which is I mean it's semi-related but not really yeah of course um just about the whole confidence thing is like the the biggest thing as well that I've realized as well is like I had headshots done at the company that I work for and we Mm -hmm. were kind of forced to do them and I was feeling so crap that day I was like I look horrible I hate it disgusting I really don't want to do this like I was trying to get out of it I was like um this is not it like I wasn't ready to, I wasn't prepared to take headshots that day yeah um, and like once we received the photos I was looking at them at them and I was like oh my god horrible horrendous whatever but people messaged me screenshots of the photo and they were like you look so gorgeous like oh my god you look so pretty whatever yeah you look you think- look so good in the photo I saw but it I was too, just and thinking I, I was it. like I was like, clearly the reason that I'm looking at these and thinking they're horrible is because that's how I felt that day. So obviously I'm seeing, I'm seeing the, almost like the aura that I was putting out. Like that's how I felt. Mm. So obviously I'm going to see myself that, that way. So I think it's more like 
whereas now like i'm in jordan here like taking photos on, on days where i'm like genuinely feeling good and like i'm looking at those and that those photos and i'm like i can i can see that i look good because i know i felt good so i think that's the most important thing is like mm. focusing on how you're feeling on that day and like knowing that once you love yourself and you're happy with you know your life and 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 your values and all those things you will truly start to see yourself in that way and that's something that i want to like really prioritize next year if that makes sense yeah because it really it really does affect you you know like if you don't see that you're pretty you're good you're if you don't see that you're worth it and valuable and stuff it's gonna show and you're when you look at yourself in pictures or or you the way you talk to yourself uh talk about yourself to others it's gonna come across and they're gonna they're not gonna be able to see your value either because that's what you're projecting into the universe if that makes sense I th- you know what I think is so interesting? That appearance even affects us so much or how we perceive our appearance. Because again, something that like I, I read in the Book of Moods, which again, I can recommend to anyone. Um, yeah. But it was, I think one of the lines was like, feeling ugly is one of the most like crushing feelings you can experience. Again, this is like obviously on a very privileged level. There's a lot worse things than like feeling <laughs> ugly. But it, I think it's just interesting because it's, I guess in a world where like you're taught that your value lies in being pretty or you know like people finding you attractive it's interesting how and there's a lot of quotes even from like objectively stunning beautiful actresses which are like oh they hated watching themselves back because they just thought how could ever you know because they hate like Audrey Hepburn or Betty Davis and stuff like that and it's just it's so interesting but it's just such a weird feeling that that people and I, I feel You're like putting I don't so know if much it's, into it yeah but it's when actually it shouldn't matter not it shouldn't matter at all like no it really shouldn't matter one single bit what we look like or what we think we look like because we don't even know what we look like like why the fuck do we care and why do we give it so much weight but I, I know that it's easier said than done because at least some of us do yeah and but it's so nice as well to look at a photo and like know that you were ha- I think for me the, what I want to take away is it's less about the looks and more like you know that you're looking at that photo yeah. and being like I was happy in that moment like that's yeah. what I want to take away rather than like I look good you know it's more yeah. it's yeah it's taking away the the feeling from the photo of like knowing yeah. that you were feeling crap that day no if you're feeling happy and you'll see it on the photo as well and you'll feel it when you're looking because you're looking yeah. at a memory um, yeah, yeah you're just right. focusing more on thing. your <laughs> focusing yeah. more on what's going on inside than yeah. what you think is and going inner, on on the outside. Inner happiness is the most important thing. Yeah, and not letting that be dependent on external mm. factors, even if it's like just how you're looking that day or how you think you're looking that day. Yeah. Um, which again is easier said than done, but I really think if you actually think about it, it's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Okay, on that note, should we note, end this episode? Yeah, well, we're ending it, but we're gonna now listen to your voice notes. and Yes, exactly. Your, Cue your, your voice notes and can highly recommend if you guys have just been listening to the questions. We'll put them in the, in the, in the episode notes as well for you guys to take yeah. some time to either mentally just think about the answer, like what your answers would be to the questions or actually writing it down. Could be like in your notes section of your phone because it's, it's really nice to like look back on it as well. Yeah. And we just want to say thank you for everything. Yeah. Um, it's been such a fun year with the podcast and like everyone that we've met and all the relationships we've built have meant so much to us and 
we're so yeah. thankful that you're here and for those for those that have just just joined we're so excited that you're part of this little community and for those that have been there since you know 2020 or even 2021 or the beginning of this year um we're very very grateful and we're happy that you're here with us so yeah it's been honestly the podcast year. is is probably the one of the things that has brought me the most just joy. unblemished joy yeah, yeah it's just I get I know that it's such an energy giver for me I get so much joy and gratitude and just it's really taught me like what I actually want to do and yeah. it's if I if I could and I didn't know that before doing the podcast like actually what I want to do is just the podcast and just to talk for a living <laughs> but also like it's like connecting you know no, and I think that's storytelling that's so special yeah so yeah. thank you so much honestly thank from the you. from the bottom of our little hearts and you. you made this year so very special for us and yeah if you didn't submit a voice note but you just want us to, want to let us know what you've learned this year we'd love to hear it and until then I, we hope you've had a wonderful christmas hope you're having a great if you celebrate um and otherwise just hope you're having a wonderful Happy start for <laughs> the new yeah. Bye. Bye. The year 2022 showed me that most of the things depend on me. The result of each situation that I found myself in depends on my point of view and my reaction to this. I've learned that I can create myself and change her in the way that I want. Being me is not about what others think of me or which role they want me to play. It's only up to me how I show up. And this year I understood what it means to be myself and thanks to this I like myself just as my homie. Also, I'm so so grateful for discovering your podcast because literally it was one of the things that helped me here during this year. Thank you so much, girls. And I'm sending all of you lots of love from Poland. Hi. Uh, so my biggest learning in 2022 was that it's absolutely okay to feel lonely sometimes. And that your teenage years maybe aren't the best years of your life. And better times are going to come. Because I think, uh, especially in your teenage years or early 20s, um, there's such a pressure on having much friends, going out every night, maybe being popular and all that stuff. Um, yeah, basically just living your best life. But I think that's really hard and um, we don't have to put that pressure on us. We can just live our best life, not going out every day. I don't know, just with our family our friends um but yeah you are not alone and i love you okay bye hi karan leo so i think my biggest lesson is that um when there's a will you can definitely achieve a goal uh, and that could include any small or big goal obviously could be anything from getting back into reading and setting yourself a certain number of pages to read uh, per day or obviously any other bigger goal uh, but mainly for me it was also like knowing that accountability has 
um, a very big power on my drive to achieve goals. So whether that would be joining a book club or, for example, if one wants to start running, it could be joining a running club uh, and so on. But also being kind with myself really helps me achieve goals in the sense that um, you don't need a Monday to start, you don't need a January to start. It could be a random Wednesday on a random May. <laughs> so yeah, being kind and accountability in order to have the will to achieve your goals. Hello, Cara and Leo. So first of all, thank you very much for doing this again. I think this is a very cool tradition and I've already sent a voice note note last year. Um, yeah, so thank you very much. And concerning the lessons I've learned. So first of all, I've learned that nowadays or when you're maybe in your 20s, like I am right now, you really have to make an effort to find friends. It's not like in school where you just sit next to some people and eventually become friends. But this year I went back to university after COVID and after the long period of online lessons and I didn't have any friends really and it was hard in the beginning. And eventually I just walked over to a group of friends and asked them if we would like to meet up because I found they were really friendly and nice people. So I more or less asked them to be my friends and it was very awkward in the beginning but it worked out and now we're really good friends and I'm very proud that I did uh, that I did this. And then I have one thing that is kind of sad and I'm still trying to figure out but I'm in a relationship now and the relationship is more or less a good relationship but I've learned that sometimes you can really love a person But maybe there's no future for you too because you don't have the same life goals because you're so different and maybe you won't be completely happy in the future. So this is what I'm still trying to figure out, um, which makes me a little bit sad, but that's a thing I've learned this year as well. So yes, for now, I wish you both a very, very happy new year. Uh, everyone who's listened to, who's listening to this now. Bye. Hi there, there's Vatika and the thing that I've learned this year, there are so many of them by the way, so, but I chose this one, that every single day it's really important to spend at least a few moments with what you love, with what you like and to do the things that you really enjoy. It just like, it doesn't matter how much work do you have, how many deadlines there are, you never know it's going to be next day. So to embrace the moment and to really experience something that you like, at least for a few, for a few minutes or hours, I don't know, it really depends how much time do you have, it really helps you to be happier and to live this full life and really um, right now um, I just, I'm trying to to spend every single day with really with a purpose to do something what I like so this is it and so enjoy your holiday I I love to hear you and to, to listen to your podcast so much and so 
yeah thank you so much bye 2022 has been a weird difficult but amazing year um and one thing that I have taken away from this year is that I don't have to plan my entire life out um I wanted to meet targets like getting married having babies going back to work and since meeting my boyfriend I've learned as hard as it has been that I don't have to know what's going to happen every single second of the day and I don't have to plan everything out methodically I'm only 23 (laughs) and I think my anxiety has made me want to plan everything out in a specific order um so I guess I've learned to live more in the moment and enjoy the small things um so I think it stopped me from panicking as much um because I've always wanted to know what's happening every single day um schedule everything that I've got to do schedule everything I want to do within the year what the goals I want to meet and I know goals are good but for me having a goal and not meeting it causes me so much stress so by not setting specific goals I'm not as stressed um I've discovered how to love myself more and I think when someone truly loves you and shows that they love you you begin to feel it um I don't know if that's just me and maybe I'm just exceptionally lucky but I've been able to be more vulnerable in ways I've never been um I've always shut myself off emotionally and with meeting somebody who I've fallen in love with um I've been able to open myself up which is a really big thing for me and I never thought I'd be able to do um so this year I found a new confidence I guess that I didn't know I had um and mindfulness just enjoying the small things like looking at the clouds and going on walks and not having to plan exactly what I'm going to do like these are big things that I wanted to plan and (laughs) I don't need to do that I'm still young and I still have so much to do and I'm just trying really hard to just be here so yeah 2022 has been a year of self-love I guess and just learning to be here Hello guys, my name is Lou and I am an avid The Match Diaries listener. Um, I just saw an Instagram story a few days ago which said that um, you should send in a voice memo um, of what you have learned this year. And since this has been a pretty eventful year, I think I have a few stories to share. Um, so these kind of base on two sentences and two messages that have really helped me this year which would be the past doesn't define you and everything happens for a reason so let's start with the past doesn't define you i would say that i'm a pretty prideful person um and i've been having problems with apologizing a few times this year so it's just that it's been difficult to own up to mistakes because it was just so shameful i couldn't like own up to doing that or saying that or just being a human being and making mistakes so telling myself the past doesn't define you and seeing the mistakes not as a reflection of my future and of who I am right now but as a way of learning 
and a way of growing has really helped me immensely so i can only i can only recommend that so the second thing um would be everything happens for a reason um this statement has really followed me the whole year and i've always kind of believed it it's just kind of a belief of mine less of a message so i have i believe that things happen for a reason so if bad things happen that's that's really sad and but i think you can always learn out of it you can grow out of it you can become stronger out of it and sometimes it's just to just to see when you have bad experiences you can even appreciate the better experience and the good experience even more and you can see that in even better light and you can be even more grateful for them so i've just want to say that like bad times pass and you learn out of them and good times come and out of every bad thing there's also a few good things so yeah i hope you like that i also have my own podcast it's called latest news in all caps um and i wish you all a merry merry christmas and a happy new year frohe weihnacht um yeah this was lou and bye hi kara hi leo I'm another Leo from Germany <laughs> and I just wanted to wish you both a Merry Christmas. I hope you have a few relaxing, wonderful, warm days with your family and a Happy New Year. Mm, a few things I learned this year were that firstly people come and go and it's not always because they hate you or they think you're not worthy enough sometimes you just grow apart and that's fine and if you're lucky you sometimes get the chance to reconnect and if not then that's okay as well in the end you will always have a few people you can rely on and that's much more important than having a huge group of friends and another thing is to trust yourself just believe that things will get done you eventually <laughs> not always the, in the way you thought it would go but eventually you will find your way the to-do list will get smaller you will get them done the deadlines will be met and it's okay to ask for help you don't always have to do things your way or alone even so yeah i think those are the two things Were there two? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, that's what I learned this year and I'm very grateful. It's been a rough year and I'm glad it's over. But yeah, lesson learned, I guess. Hi, girls. This is Leo from Miami, Florida, from the States. Um, First off, I love the podcast. You've lucky made me want to make one. Maybe this coming new year, who knows? <laughs> so one thing I learned in 2022 was the importance of taking care of my finances early in life. Now that I graduated from college and started a full-time job, I've been listening to a lot of financial podcasts and I recommend, especially, I recommend the Financial Feminist podcast. Um, I started, I've started to get a hold of my finances and I've been preparing for the future with a high yield savings account, credit cards, investing, and Roth IRAs. It's pretty exciting. Um, so yeah, that's what I've learned. 
I wish you all the best for this upcoming year. Bye. Hello. I discovered the Matcha Diaries late this year, and I absolutely love it. Um, my name is Jackie, and the thing that I learned this year is essentially just really lean into your intuition because we often know the right answers. Our intuition knows if we're willing to accept it. So in the interest of keeping this under two minutes, I'll share with you a poem that I wrote about that. Maybe a no now is a yes later for what I do not know. The only moment that exists is right now because the future is left untold. What this means is keep trying, focus less on arriving at the top and more on the journey of becoming because in this race we're running, it doesn't matter how fast we go, so long as we never stop. There is no such thing as coincidence. Everything happens by design. The butterfly that lands on your shoulder is nature telling you it's on your side. If something happens that doesn't align with how you want your life, accept it as the universe's sign and do what you feel is right. Sometimes feeling trumps thinking when considering what to do. Analysis may cause paralysis, but feeling is how you navigate in a dark room. Allow your intuition to take the lead, using the universe's signs as clues. Approach tomorrow with the hope of a new day. If it's right, it will find you, because nothing good gets away. Hello, everyone. This is Chinatsu, 23 years old from Japan. What I've learned in 2022 is that it's always darkest before the dawn. I've changed my career in 2022, and the process of getting a new job was really tough. I was so scared to take a step forward and try new things. But I can say I'm glad that I changed a job and I honestly enjoy working for the current company. But when I was in hard time, there was always people who support and care about me. And that helped me a lot to navigate myself for the life path. So I've learned how much important to show your appreciation for those people who helped you and also believe yourself and your intuition. I hope you guys have a wonderful year for 2023. Bye! Hi everyone! So, with the year coming to an end, I'd also like to share my learnings. One of which is that it's completely okay that you change over time or that your priorities change over time. I kept comparing myself to me when I was 18 years old, going out every weekend and meeting friends on a daily basis. And now thinking, wow, I'm way less extroverted. I'm super antisocial. What's wrong with me? Why am I not the way that I used to be? Instead of just accepting that my priorities changed, I now value quality time with my friends over quantity. And I actually really take time to meet them and catch up, which is lovely. And I finally learned to enjoy spending time by myself and being alone, which is something I never used to be able to do. So instead of having this negative narrative, it's all about accepting change and being okay with it. My other learning is in regard to job hunting, which I've struggled with a lot this year. Um, if you're like me and you don't know what you want to do with your life, it can be kind of hard to find a job. I personally idolized a job and I thought it has to be a perfect job. I wanted to be everything that I wanted to be. Um, then lowering my standard completely, just saying I just wanted to pay enough. So instead of procrastinating and overthinking everything, um, I'd, <laughs> I'd say it's the best to get over the hurdle, even though it's hard, 
and dip your toe in the water of just starting a job and learning as you go. I'm sure that if you start a job, you'll realize your strengths and weaknesses and know what you like doing, what you don't like doing, instead of just overthinking everything. It's easier said than done, and I haven't done the step yet, but it's my top goal for January in 2023. And with that, I wish you all a great start to the new year. Hello, my lovelies, and Merry Christmas. My biggest lesson in 2022 has got to be summarized in one sentence, that life is too short. And I think that, you know, encapsulates loads of things <laughs> but essentially it's life is too short to be worrying about the little things or you know be wasting our time overthinking about anything you know or pretending to be anyone but ourselves or i think every second is a gift and we should treat it as so and so for 2023, my intention is to be super conscious of how special life is. Love you so much. Hello, Matcha Diaries. So one thing that I've learned this year is I feel like I've come home to my physical body. Um, I recently, well, a year ago in January, came off the hormonal pill. And it's been a year of learning who I am without hormones or anything synthetic in my body so yeah that's been super super interesting and it's been a journey I came off in January and now it's almost January so I've been off for a year I feel like my personality and who I am has changed all for the better but um it's been super rewarding and just really powerful to learn about my female organs and body and I just realized how kind of muted I was and just not the same person as I am today um so yeah a big thing for me has been learning the different stages of your cycle how you're going to feel and now I feel like I'm finally in a consistent pattern and I'm starting to notice when you know I might be ovulating or menstruating or things like this and you know it kind of just frustrates me because I think we're not taught any of this at school. We're literally taught, like, you know, female re reproductive system and sexual health is so, so brushed over. Like, we're literally given four key points. Um, and it's taken me to 24, no, 23 years to to learn, to learn about it. And I'm so proud. And I've, like, educated myself, bought books. I've also been noticing a difference in diet. So at different stages in the cycle when I feel... Um, yeah, when I feel certain ways to eat particular foods. So I've been pairing my hormone health with nutrition. And that's been a massive passion and interest of mine. And it's been really rewarding because I feel like even my friends notice that I, I'm still the same person, but I'm much more of myself. And I feel like, yeah, I'm, I'm finding myself in, in, in this world. Um, I would say that's one thing that I've learned and it's super rewarding because I feel so connected to myself and my female um, reproductive system and my energy. It's really helped me tap into my divine feminine and to educate myself too. I think it's so important. So yeah, super grateful that I get to experience this on planet Earth 
and I can't wait to learn more about that. Also friendship too. I'd say friendship's been a massive leader in my life. Um, so fortunate to have the connections that I have, the friend family that I have. Yeah. I feel like I've learned a lot of lessons this year and it's very hard to just choose one or two um, because I've learned a lot of lessons across many areas of my life, including the kind of self-development area, the relationship that you have with yourself uh, in love and in social life as well. I'd say when it comes to self-development, I've learned two very important things. The first one is the importance of not comparing yourself to others. It's such a simple lesson and it's something that we hear constantly around us. You know, don't compare yourself to others, don't do it. But it's true, you really, really shouldn't do it because all it does is it robs you of the privileges and the joy that you are experiencing in your life currently and the achievements that you've created for yourself. I think it's easy to do in your early 20s because up until recently, we've all been on very level playing fields with our peers, given that we've all gone to school together around the same time, university, and started internships at the same time as well. And only recently, we've jetted off into different directions and some people are excelling in their field of work uh, at a very fast pace and other people are finding incredible relationships and I don't know maybe they're having intense glow-ups and you just find yourself comparing to others and questioning your own capabilities and worthiness as a result and you know everyone is on such a different path and that's a very tricky thing that you need to accept as the truth of I guess all the journeys we're on but yeah a very long-winded a very long-winded way to say that comparison is the thief of joy um, and that is a strong lesson I've learned and the second one a bit more practical is how I invest my time and the importance of investing my time accordingly a friend gave me some really good advice when I was complaining about my nine-to-five and feeling stuck within my nine-to-five he said well you know you also have your five to nine and I don't know why when he said that the penny really dropped and it made me realize that all this time I have outside of working hours are so valuable and I can instead of watching Netflix or just wasting my way, wasting my evenings on the phone, um, I can read, I can, I can learn a musical instrument, I can learn a language, I can do some self-reflective work, I can do, I can hang out with friends, anything really that enriches the soul and puts you on puts you in a better flow I guess um and that's a really powerful lesson that I've also learned in romance I've learned the importance of standards and boundaries by that I mean I think it's so easy in your younger years to meet someone and start to romanticize that connection and spark you feel you have you think it's so unique and that you'll never come across it in your life and that connection that you feel that intense physical chemistry uh, and emotional perhaps is not enough when there is no respect or reciprocation um, on either side you know of the connection uh, when those very necessary non-negotiable boxes are not being ticked uh, there's no point basically I guess entertaining what you consider to be a unique connection particularly if the other person is not interested in ticking those boxes or is able to provide you what you really need um, so it's learning to become also quite uh, pragmatic and and practical in your romantic connections and maintaining those standards and boundaries. And once I've done that, my dating life has not only become more enjoyable, but it's just been better in every sense. Um, 
Yeah. And then finally, in social life, uh, I've learned the importance of curiosity and the importance of connection and finding common ground with people that you might not necessarily feel are people you'd be friends with or you'd consider having around you in your social circle. It's so much fun, A, and B, so insightful to have people around you that are quite different and to approach people that you find interesting. Um, you never know what kind of insight you'll get from those conversations and what value you'll get from having those connections in your life. So being as curious and being as curious as possible in social life and really um, appreciating making connections, I think is really important. And it's, I think, one of the most exciting things about life and particularly in your 20s. I have learned three things. First, I've learned the meaning of Grimm's fairy tale, Hans and Glück, Hans and Luck. It used to be my least favorite fairy tale, as I always thought Hans was just stupid for being taken in. The story of Hans who starts his travels with a big lump of gold for working hard for years. On his journey, he trades the gold for a horse, then a cow, a pig, a goose, and finally a grinding stone. While drinking, the stone falls into the well and he ends up with nothing and is happier than before because he doesn't need to carry anything. Nothing ties him down. I now understand the message. Possessions tie you down. Second, I have also learned that I'm great at procrastinating and maybe that's not always bad because good things do come to those who wait. Third, I have learned... Or better, it has been reaffirmed that love does conquer all, despite living or coming from different countries. Looking at my, the love story of my grandparents, my parents, my own love story, and now Marco and Leonie, who managed to make it work despite living in London and Venice and apart from each other. So I think three very hopeful things. So I look forward to a great new year of more special things.